What's going on, YouTube? How's it going? Howie Spangler. This is uh, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 96. We're going live tonight. We're doing it live. I enjoyed that the other day. Everybody else seemed to enjoy it as well. So uh, here I am. We're back. Um, so I'm continuing the, uh, the track by track series for um, for this thing right here, uh, The Force of Habit. Thought it'd be fun to go through, uh, do episodes for each song and talk about, you know, how they all came together, how the EP came together, all that. Um, I did it before with uh, the Detonate record, and um, that was that was pretty cool to do. Um, some of the songs, like, I always say, like, I'll go to talk about them, and sometimes I don't even realize what they're about when I'm writing them or when, you know, once we release them. It takes me, like, sometimes years later, I, I realize... I get the full scope of what the song is about. And it's like, I'm almost like, I'm not sure what I'm writing at the time. <laughs> Somehow it makes sense to me later, later in life. But, uh, yeah, real quick before we get to that, um, thanks to everybody that bought all these CDs last week and the t-shirts. That was great. Sold out all, all 100 of them. Very proud of that. Uh, the, the amount of love out there is crazy, you know? Um, but I will be getting more. I have to now because I realized that I spelled friends wrong on this. And I'm going to keep saying this until this is over, I'm sure, until, until this track series is over. But uh, yeah, I spelled friends wrong. I know how to spell friends, but for some reason, I just let it go. And you know, it's like I thought I proofread, but I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't do it. Um, yeah, so anyway, whatever. Not the end of the world. I'm going to press some more, and I'm going to get it right this time. Um, and uh, if anybody missed it, um, there'll be another chance for you to grab, to grab those. Uh, just announced today the uh, the tour with Jason DeVore and uh, Chris Demakis from Less Than Jake. Jason DeVore of Authority Zero. Uh, Gabo from Fayuka. And... Um, the Meager Kings out of Ohio. And we're doing West Coast runs, uh, Le Tour de Vore 5. And I did the I did the Le Tour de Vore, it was either three or four. Um, we did it summer 2018. And uh <clears throat> and it was great. We had a we had a really good time. And um and I hadn't really been on tour acoustic doing acoustic shows before. I played I played a zillion acoustic shows, but never like on tour, you know. Um, so, uh, looking forward to getting back out for this. Um, what up Kiko Chan in the YouTube chat over here? Just listening to your podcast episodes. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening. Um, so we just announced that today and I'm going to pull up the dates here. Um, the, the tour kicks off January 16th, but I'm not meeting up with the tour until January 19th uh, in Tempe. January 20th in Tucson, January 21st in San Diego, 22nd in Hermosa Beach, 23rd in Riverside, 24th in Hesperia, and 27th in Bullhead City, Arizona. So, Cali and Arizona pretty much is where I'm going to be. Um, and we're trying to add a Vegas date, so we'll see if that works out. But uh, definitely grab tickets. Just went live there today, so... Grab tickets, come hang out with us. These uh, these acoustic tours have been uh, really fun and interesting and different. 
um, but the, the energy is still there, which is great. The energy is still big and live. Um, you just don't have, it's like not as like a crazy and big in your face rock show, you know? Um, but everybody has a good time. You're just drinking drinks and singing along and just kind of grooving out with us. So looking forward to getting back out there in 2020 doing that. Kevin, uh, Kevin Gruber, you got the CD today. Awesome, man. Dude, thanks for, thanks for ordering, man. That's the least I can do is put in the time. And, um, you know, I got a pretty easy setup here. I'm using this, this Rollo printer and these labels and bought all the envelopes and stuff like that. So, uh, it's been pretty simple to do all that. So thank you guys very much. Um, Ballyhoo shows coming up at the end of the month, uh, with, with Badfish. We're doing like three or four, I think, right after Christmas, leading up to the new year. We're taking off on New Year's Eve, though. We like to spend time with the family. Uh, and then we're picking it up again the first week of January 2020 uh, with Batfish as well. So um, look out for that. And uh, yeah, it's worth iration. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming up. So check out the website, BellyRocks.com, HowieSpangler.com. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram and here on YouTube and all that. Make sure you subscribe if you wouldn't wouldn't mind. Um, Don, sweet, glad you got it. Awesome. Right, keep talking into this. Um, all right, so let's get into it today. I'm talking about the new EP, "The Force of Habit," right here. Um, very proud, and uh, we've already covered doing work and all I ever wanted. So now we're on track three. This is Smash. All right, let's get to it. Tales from the Green Room. room. All right, so yeah, so Smash. Um, Smash was a song that I actually wrote for the Girls album. Um, And... Sometime in 2015, leading up to the, the recording sessions for that. And um, so we recorded it, and I we had, like, the, the structure, like, the music was there. Didn't have all the lyrics yet. Um, and I'll have to pull up the video uh, of me. There's a video of me on YouTube. We had the um, Eddie from Sugar Shack. He came out with us and, and documented the whole thing. And there he got a good video of me... Uh, like working on the on the song in the studio that summer, so I have to put that up. But um, so we recorded it, and it just I think like by the time it was done being mixed and everything, like um, just kind of realized that it wasn't really ready yet. And I'm not sure why. I don't know why there was just something about it that just wasn't uh, striking me as as ready to go, ready for prime time, or like maybe it didn't fit the record or something because there were a few songs that we did that, that didn't fit on the record. Actually, another one was, uh, sorry, bro, which is the last track on this album that, which we'll get to in a few episodes. But, um, that one was, uh, I never had a name for it. It's called never going to give her up. But, um, anyway, we just felt like we had some better songs. We want to kind of keep it short, not too crazy. And, but also put out quality stuff. And, um, again, I felt like it wasn't there. And I also didn't have like a, a bridge written for it. 
the, the I had the music, but I didn't have the lyrics. That's always my thing. Like I can write riffs all day and like just kind of make arrangements all day, but like writing lyrics can be like the hardest thing ever. So, um, it was one of those things where I decided not to, not to try to push it and, um, just kind of work with what we had and try to make those the best I could. And, um, that's obviously something hard to do because you always want to like, we always want to have enough songs on the, on the, on the track list. And if we feel like the songs are good or could be good, we want to make them the best they can be. And, and there's some, every now and then some just don't come around like you'd hoped, you know, but there's so many songs that, you know, like with all I ever run, all I ever wanted, that song was written in 2007 for the cheers album. We recorded it and everything, but just didn't work out. And here it is 12 years later. It's on my album. So you just never know. Um, so smash was like, smash is like the song that like, I just wanted to like have, um, I wanted it to be just a fun story about being young and like just being a complete piece of shit, basically like how you're supposed to be in your twenties. You're supposed to be a piece of shit in your twenties. Change my mind. You know, it's like, you're supposed to have like all those crazy, like I got to turn, turn these damn, uh, there we go. These notifications, man. It's like constantly bombarded. Um, what was I saying? Okay. So like, you, like, you have to have those, those wild experiences, um, in your twenties, you have to like get, get crazy and not pay your bills and like sleep with as many people as possible. (laughs) Um, but, uh, you know, just have a, have a good time and, and figure out the things that you don't like and the things that you do like. So when you hit your thirties, you're there and you, you know what you're looking for, you know what you want and you get all that crazy shit out of your system. I just, that's just the way I feel. I feel like, you know, we're, we're all still kids in our early twenties. You know, when I think of like a 20, a 20 or 21 year old right now, I'm just like, man, like I was like a teenager still, you know? Um, so I thought it'd be fun to just write a song about that and just throw this story together about a couple that, just probably shouldn't be together, you know, and they go out every night and they're both cheating on their respective significant others. And, um, you know, it's just a complete shit show. And I kind of set it up early in the first few lines about how they both have issues. Like, um, and originally the first line, this is, this is probably another thing too, that, that got, that kind of kept me from wanting to put it out there was uh the the first two lines were used uh used to be um you're such a crazy bitch and I'm a dickhead um and I forgot what the rest was but those those first two lines and it was supposed to be like funny and just sort of like I wanted it I needed it to be obvious that I was like playing around and um I feel like you can say anything as long as you th- there's like some steez behind it. Like as long as you frame it up right and say it in a cool way, you can say anything, right? But this is one of those, those moments where I just felt like 
uh, maybe not. Maybe that's like too immature. Like the song is pretty immature to begin with, but maybe it was laying it on a little too thick, you know? So when I was kind of restructuring the song for the EP, that went through my mind immediately. And I said, well, I got to change the the first couple lines of this if I want to use it. Um, and so I decided, I, I think I said, uh, I, yeah, I love the way you move and you like tall dudes. We got some issues. This must be 22. Yeah, that's what it was. So like, I, I wanted to set it up right away that, that this was um, just a ridiculous relationship and they were kids and just having fun and passing time, you know? Um, and it turns out that, like, it's one of the more catchy songs on the, on the EP. I was with, uh, when I was on that tour with Eric a couple weeks ago, Eric Rockmani, he's like, he's like, dude, I love your EP, man. He's like, he's like the nicest guy ever. Um, he's like, I love your EP. It's like, sounds awesome. Like, it's really cool. You did that. And he said, uh, uh, he's like smash that song's like my favorite on the, on the whole thing. Um, and then later he, he brought it up again. He's like, dude, only you could say, I love that. All we do is smash. (laughs) I just thought that was funny. Um, you know, there's there's certain certain artists that can get away with uh, with certain things. I don't know. This one was sort of like up in the air. I wasn't sure if anybody would get the joke, or if they just think it was like silly and stupid. I'm sure there are a few out there, but um, I'm glad that he got the joke, and it seems like a lot of people are getting it as well. It's really you know. And then I had a guy hit me up on uh, Instagram or something, and he said, or Facebook maybe, he said, uh, he said, dude, like, those two songs, like, are really contradictory. Basically, like, there's this one, Smash, and then Sorry Bro is is the opposite, is about, like, because I say, here's a message for all the dudes that want to steal another man's girl. Basically, like, you're hating on all the, all the fucking bros that come around and are, like, hitting on your girl right in front of you. And Smash is about, like, doing that, like, being that guy, so. And I kind of had a, I don't know, like, a disclaimer or something up front. I was saying that, like, it's definitely this album is not meant to be, um, it's not like a, there's no theme to it, you know, other than, other than it's just me, the songs that I'd written over the years that, Necessarily, didn't necessarily get released or new stuff that I was working on. Um, and I felt like it was ready. I felt like it was time. So, you know, it's just a collection of songs, really. And who knows, maybe the next one will be a little more put together and sort of maybe more of a common thread. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I have ideas. Like, I could go with a completely different sound. I don't know. Um, I try to... I try to stay focused musically and, but I, I loved all these different types of things and different types of sounds and music. So like the next, next album could have, could be heavy on production. I I don't know. Maybe it could be a punk album or something, but that's the beauty of it in the, in this going into 2020 is that we live in a world where we can do whatever we want 
and we're independent and there's no one to answer to. So we just do it, you know, we just put out, put out what we want. So, um, this one happened to be an acoustic, mostly acoustic record with a little bit of drum production and, um, and the songs are just all over the place. Um, so, so yeah, I wrote the song in 2015 and we just shelved it. And when it came time to do this, I was going through all the old songs and demos and stuff. And I was like, well, shit, this one's almost done. I can maybe make some changes. So I changed those first couple lines. And um, I toyed around with uh, some drum production and I played some bass on it as well. But ultimately, yeah, I decided to um, to drop that and just keep it acoustic. And um, I did a little bit of that um, that surf guitar stuff in the in the bridge. And uh, that was I mean, that kind of sweetened it up, you know, because I, I like there to be movement whenever possible. So like I always try to use like a shaker or a tambourine or something. And um, and when it came to the get to this bridge, it starts to you know when you're just doing skanks the whole time, to dent 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 all the upstrokes, you know, like it sometimes it can get like old and you need to, you need to do something to shake it up, make it different. So you can add in little layers here and there like that. And, um, sounds cool. So I just I print, print, upload, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, the song is, is just basically, uh, just a call back to a silly relationship in your, in your early twenties when you're kids and you're just having a good time. And, you know, the, it's, it sounds like the guy has some, has a bit of a conscience. He's like, uh, you know, this isn't going to end well. This never ends well. But at the same time, he's, he's down to, he's, he's down to get with this chick whenever possible. So, you know, but that's what being in your twenties is like, you know, it's like, you just do it. Just get out there. Have a ripping good time. A doo-wop album, huh? Okay, yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Rock, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Thank you to the YouTubers out there chatting with me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, uh, that's that's pretty much it. There's, there's not much to it. Um you know, I don't want to drag this on at all. I feel like kind of explained everything. I don't, I don't want to like bore everybody with, with the same old details, but, um, but yeah, in any case, I'm, I'm happy that it made it to the record. Um, it's a very fun, like upbeat, catchy tune and, you know, it's not meant to, uh, inspire as much as just maybe make you laugh a little bit and sing along. So you know, not every song has to be some serious, epic, life-changing event. You got to have your little party songs from time to time. So, yeah. Word. All right, cool, man. Well, uh, this has been the track by track. Tales from the Green Room. The Force of Habit. Episode 96. Man, we're, we're, we're definitely, we're getting close. Episode 100 is coming. And I got something really cool in the store. 
So uh, everybody hang out for that. Um, don't forget, just announced today, we got that tour. Me, Chris from Less Than Jake, Jason from Authority Zero, Gabo from Feyuka, Mega Kings. We're doing going out to the West Coast, doing a little acoustic run, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I've uh, been having a great time doing this acoustic stuff. So um, grab tickets, and hopefully see you. I'm doing a lot of the California and Arizona dates. Um, and then One Love, and then a tour with Iration. And uh, who knows what else is going to happen in 2020, but I'm looking forward to it. So, word. Anyway, uh, Eric, you missed it, bud. That's okay. You can you can go right there and, and watch it again. When, as, soon as, as soon as I hit end stream, you can go back and watch. So, cool. Everybody have a great night. Uh, take care. And uh, I'm going to do another... Um, Let's hang out with a request. Hopefully, you know, playing the songs. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Wednesday night. So um, look out for that. I got to look at the sketch. And uh, yeah, cool. Well, I'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you very much. Tales from the Green Room, episode 96. I'm Howie Spangler. Please like, subscribe, and uh, leave some comments. And uh, yeah, see you soon. <laughs>